Hello, my name is Rebecca. I am Alufi Haskal de Civis. Hello, my name is Steve, and I'm Silas de Civis. Is that how we're starting our holiday special? I don't know. Just right in with that nonsense? Yeah. They know who we are. Who's, whose first episode is the holiday out-of-character, in-character, non-canon? <laughs> what, what, what in your life had to lead you to make that decision? Maybe Can you imagine? This is the first one they decided to click on. Welcome, random person. Uh, you now know who we are before we've even done the characters, so, the, you know, that's exciting. I don't, I don't know. Be careful not to hit the arm on the microphone. I'm going to hit the arm. I'm going to smack yeah, that like, like button. Smash that like button. Except and I'm going to ring not, the bell. I'm going to ring the bell, too. There's nothing about bells or like buttons. You're hitting our microphone. There should be something about bells. This is a holiday special. Yeah. Merry holidays and happy Christmas. So, I hope everybody is having a good day. And Man, how inebriated are you with that sentence? Not at all, but I didn't want to say anything specific, so... Um, they know what I said. No, I think we're gonna... Merry Christmas! It's literally Christmas right now. I can say Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, and a Happy Holidays to everyone out there. Speaking of holidays, though... Holidays, uh, don't come up nearly as much as they should in role-playing games, I think. I agree. And one of the things that we don't get to do, in our world particularly, is Christmas. Man, I love Christmas, and we don't get to do Christmas... We've tried to put Thanksgiving into the world. We're, we're working on that. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to do a non-canonical episode of in-character, out-of-character nonsense where we get to be a little more festive than we normally would. Because let's be honest, Long Shadows, not exactly a fun holiday. Super fucking depressing. Long Shadows, the longest three nights on Eberron. And it's like, it's like, it's like super spooky and like, Oh, the shadow and everybody's all spookled and it's all spooky dookie dookie doo. So that, that is spooky dookie doo. Yeah, yeah that's exactly yeah. how people then, are in everyone. And then, and then, you know, the Church of the Silver Flame is like, we must be, be steadfast. That's every holiday for them, though. Every holiday is a day of penance and prayer. Yeah. Really, uh, really, really need to shake that up. We're trying that too. We're, we're, yeah. We added in some fun aspects to some stuff lately. Something, something. Okay, okay. Off topic. Um, <laughs> haven't even started and already off the rails. <laughs> happy we, Christmas, everybody. Happy Christmas. This is your Christmas gift. So, um, but it's about Eberron. Okay? Oh, okay. It's about okay. Eberron. So we just Silver Flame. Something I noticed, because I was thinking about the Silver Flame holidays uh, just yesterday while I was at work, uh, you know, hating my life working retail during Christmas. Um, and I realized that, like, a lot of the Silver Flame holidays feel, like, really kind of Jewish. Because they're all about either martyrdom or, like, being steadfast and stuff like that. And, you know, prayer and fasting and prayer and fasting. And a lot of Jewish holidays are more like, you thought you could try and kill us and you didn't. Bitch, it's on you. Fasting and prayer, I fasting and prayer. There, there's, a, there's a lot of holidays that I can see correlations with. I, I have noticed that, too. Well, a lot of people say, 
you know, a lot of people correlate Church of the Silver Flame with with Catholicism. Catholicism. I think that's just because it's an easy correlation. Like, yeah. as someone who was raised Catholic, I immediately go, yep, that's them. No, see, I disagree. <laughs> Them's the bad guys the whole time. They're the bad guys. They're not, though. I don't I like see... the new Pope. Not a fan of the new Pope. <laughs> Jayla, not a fan. <laughs> see, I see, I see the Church of the Silver Flame way more, like... I want to say I want to say Buddhist or like, you know, where it's like, um, or I guess not. Yeah, yeah, I guess Buddhist. You know, in in that you know, when you die, you become part of the flame. When you die, you become part of Nirvana. And like, when I die, do I not become a part of Jesus? I thought that's what they said. Is yeah. that is that not the way that works? Damn it! I'm sorry. <laughs> this bitch going to hell. Oh no. <laughs> So, uh, first off... Um, I guess that's true. They, they don't really have the same beliefs in heaven and hell that other faiths that other you faiths. would try and associate them with. Yeah, yeah. That, that is an interesting a aspect people, to try and uh, compound upon. A lot of people like uh, to use it like the Jedi Order from like Star Wars, and they correlate it there. But no, I I'm not going to do that. Yeah, no. About that yeah, kind I, of I barely know enough about Eberron. I'm not going to add another layer to this. I can't imagine... <laughs> Valid. <laughs> I just found out Long Shadows was an episode, or was an episode, was a holiday. Just realized it tonight. That is such a lie. I know. Long Shadows is my favorite holiday. Is it really? Of all the ones in Eberron, I think that it is the funnest because it's three nights of darkness mm-hmm. and you're going to get up to some shit those nights. Shenanigans. Absolutely. Like So many shenanigans. Wild Knight seems like it would actually be fun, but I don't think you can relate that mechanically in a game. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be exciting for your players to be around on Wild Knight, other than like bar brawls and things like that. I think the aspects of the shadow and the sinister nature and it being dark and cults operating, all of that feels like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a super badass cool holiday. Okay. I can agree. Yeah. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm agreeing. I'm agreeing. I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Um, so first off, to kick off our kind of long, shadowy, Christmassy fun, we have our beloved, yeah. Kevin Capona. Tolerated. Tolerable Kevin Capona. And Kevin Capona is going to recite for all of you a little a holiday poem. poem. A holiday poem. Uh, let's kick it off, Kev. Twas the first night of shadows, and we in the hours... All the streets had gone quiet in that city of towers. Its brazers ablazing because of the fear that in any dark corner the shadow'd appear. The echoes were silent for the hosts had all gone to hide out inside while awaiting the dawn. I'd buckled down for the night in the tiny tavern and was deep in dreams in my musical cavern. When out on the street something loudly whooshed by, like a herd full of pegasi fell from the sky. The tiny bar shook as I sprang from my bed. I flew to the window and I stared out in dread. The ever-bright lanterns nearby lit the square, revealing a wondrous sight in the air. There out of my window and just barely afloat was a massive sore sled and eight Serranian goat. It was hard to believe, but in that moment I knew all the strange tales I'd heard had actually been true. For the driver was a bugbear, awkward and weird. Grandfather Winter had finally appeared. 
Much faster than Griffins, his coursers, they came, and he barked out and snorted and then screamed out each name. Now Crusher, now Cruncher, now Muncher, and Ganmore, on Bitey, on Fighty, on Mighty, and Candor. To the roof of the station, quick up to the top, pull onward, pull upward, keep going, don't stop. While the people of the towers all around us they slept, the goats pulled on the reins, then upwards they leapt. So up on the roof the team of goats flew, with a sore sled of goodies and a big bugbear too. The roof let out a creak, and then started to sag, from the weight of the bugbear and his overstuffed bag. I looked at my chimney as it seemed to give birth to this oddly dressed bugbear and all of his girth. He stepped from the fire, but he was not a light. He came clad in robes of deep blue and of white. A hodgepodge of nonsense spilled from his bag, and he looked like a particular peddling old hag. He moved to the mantel and hung up old socks, then reached in the pile and pulled loose a box. He pulled from the box an assortment of toys, tiny warforged soldiers and things that make noise, with little toy airships and wands that go pop, and he filled up each sock to its tippiest top. And then he pulled out more gifts and he stacked them up high, then gave me a grin and a wink of his eye. He picked up his satchel and turned right away, leaving these gifts stolen from spires of fay. I watched in surprise and then let out a shout as he climbed in the chimney and then leapt right on out. He sprung to his sled and the goats and the rider all flew up and away like a bat out of Kyber. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight, Happy shadows to all and to all a long night. So that was a thing. That was a nightmare. That took you a lot. It took me a lot to do and then a lot to write. Uh, I need to not decide two days before Christmas that we're doing a Christmas episode. A lot <laughs> of bad decisions went into this whole thing. That's just our modus operandi. So we, uh, speaking of episodes, have been radio freaking silent for like two months. It was, it's been a crazy couple of months, the holidays, then PAX. It's just been uh, Thanksgiving before that. Mm -hmm. And my schedule has just been awful because it's not complimentary to Rebecca's. Normally, I leave for work when Rebecca gets home, and then I sleep when Rebecca's. It, it's 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 weird. It's super yeah. weird. Um, so once we get back into having a schedule where we're together, oh my god, I'd love to record some more. Yeah, that is. We do have some plans for some episodes. We do have the um, end of the race of the eight wins. Like goodness, I can't wait. Race of the eight wins. We actually have to finish all of all of that. Um. Which is, is a thing that will happen eventually, and we're sorry that it hasn't happened yet, because uh, we promised that it would happen before Thanksgiving, and it didn't. Um, yeah, it just got out of hand there, because the we couldn't get our schedules to line up, and without the ability for both of us to be in a room, we it, couldn't yeah, have it doesn't guests work. on no. to do the voices for our jockeys. And without being able to record the voices for our jockeys, then we can't really put those... It, it, I mean, we could we could stitch it together, but it always sounds it so weird. Sounds robotic. It comes know? off, yeah, robotic and just a little like stilted, yeah. and or at least it feels stilted when we're when we're doing it. Yeah, that yeah. And I think that we like to play off each other a lot, and that do. makes the difference. We do. I like to. Play this off is the quality them. content you get when we talk to each other. <laughs> Kevin Capona reading "Twas a Night Before Christmas." Now, uh, we did go to PAX Unplugged at the beginning Woo! of December. Uh, 
Uh, I made two cosplays, an Aloofy cosplay, which um, was not quite as hectic to make, and then the Kevin Capona cosplay, which was very hectic that to make. That took all of our free time. Um, where I basically, I woke up and I was sewing, and then I would go to work, and then I'd come home, and you I was You were sewing while you were, you are doing your hand stitching while I you were there. I was doing hand stitching while working my shift at GameStop. <laughs> <laughs> um because like in the olden times like that's what they would do times. um which was fine by me my boss didn't care because uh my boss is amazing if you haven't seen the cosplay photos look up the cosplay photos they're yeah, del- we, they're, they're wonderful we do have cosplay photos i i do plan on i have to fix the kevin capona cosplay i did tear uh, the shit it, out of that it got a little ripped um, but that's okay. Um, and we do plan on doing like actual nice photos um, eventually. Uh, That'd be fun to go and get like professional cool guy photos. Yeah, I don't know, like professional, but like you know, just some nice photos, you know, in scenery. Maybe we'll do the scenery, and then we'll we'll go back and we'll do it again, and we'll ha- just have me as Silas standing next to us. Oh God. Yeah, we'll just, yeah, I can do that. I'm not going to do a silence. Head-to-toe tattoos. You know you want to do it. (laughs) But that's, uh, that's, that was, that was a time and a half PAX Unplugged was. Um, We moderated a panel with a bunch of really lovely people. Um, And and Keith Baker. He was there. He may have been there. Cool boy Keith. Um, That Most of you saw us that were there. Oh, my goodness. Like, well, I mean none of our fans came yeah, probably for the best yeah uh, yeah um <laughs> but no no uh we did record that panel it will go up on youtube it's on my phone and taking things from my phone to my computer is absolute garbage and takes forever and is very tiring but that will happen eventually and uh it will get put up on our youtube it is not a very good recording because it was done on my phone um in our singer device that we made yes well no i didn't record it from the singer device i thought we recorded from the singer device no it was set on a chair on the third row back no oh oh, oh, you're talking about the panel i I was thinking the the interviews we did i'm sorry i'm dumb jeez and then uh we did number on meetup the next day uh met a handful of really nice people a bunch of people got kevin capona's autograph even though they didn't want it yeah that was fun um you wanted keith's autograph you had to get kevin <laughs> <laughs> you had to get kevin's too um which was great i loved it 10 out of 10 um so that was pax and then after pax immediately it just went into you know i work retail and um we were getting down to the wire and two of my employees quit and I work small retail, which means that, um, our store only has five people employed five, five to six people employed at a time. So, you know, a third of that getting removed within two weeks of Christmas is, uh, absolute garbage and, um, not fun at all (laughs) to say the least. Um, no more of that. We're bringing it down. No, You're bringing it down. No, We're bringing mean, down the I'm holiday. Not, I'm not meaning to. I'm just being real. That's why in December, like we have not put up anything from PAX. We have not put up anything in general. That's just true. We haven't had time. We have been at work. I've been writing episodes in the background, mm-hmm. and I've actually been working with uh, one of our Tamara. Tamara's lovely. Tamara's she and lovely. I have been working on 
uh, a couple of episodes that uh, are out of Rebecca's wheelhouse. Uh, they're they're a little spookier episodes, a little bit scarier episodes. Cannot do spooky. I, am I not know, a and it's going to be a fun to see how we pull off all of that without you being involved. I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. But uh, we're trying new things, and we have new ideas, and we are working with people, and it's super exciting. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, an interview coming up in just a couple of weeks. It's very exciting. Yeah, with with uh, super, Satine Phoenix. Super cool Satine Phoenix. Yeah, super cool Satine Phoenix. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. Me too. I can't wait to go over details with her, and then we have others lined up as well. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a busy, busy January. I can't wait to get back to... We painted ourselves into a corner by not doing the the, the Race of the Eight Wins. Because if we had that done, we could still churn out episodes. But because we're painted into a corner with that, mm-hmm. it kind of makes everything more difficult. Yeah, uh, that's true. But um, I know. think that, yeah, we, we need to keep in mind next time for big events like that that we need to, you know. Yeah. Um, well, a lot of it's just like this year. Um I mean, your workplace fired or, you know, a bunch of people quit, a bunch of people quit, a bunch of people quit. I mean, that's just my job, yeah. Yeah. Everything's consistent now. I'm super happy. We've got extra help. We've hired extra people ahead of time instead of waiting till last minute. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm the next one to quit now. Huzzah. Um, I'm lying. So, Steve. Yeah. What's your uh, New Year's goals and or resolutions? Yeah, fuck that. There's no point in having a New Year's goal or resolution. Oh, I do. I throw them away every year. Yeah, by by January 5th, I've already broken whatever my goal is. Wow. Uh, I, have, I have no... I have no... In, like, I, I indulge immediately. I have goals. Okay. Can you hear my goals? Let's, let's hear them goals. Uh, I would like to reach another big podcast milestone with our podcast. 15 listeners. <laughs> um I, we're gonna hit fifty thousand downloads with 15 listeners at this i would like time. to yeah Woo. i would like to publish or be very close to publishing uh textiles of eberron textiles of eberron i would like to actually finish one of the things that i'm working on i would love I, to like finish one of my ridiculous kevin capone adventures I, I don't know what to do with them and then at some point this year i want to get my aloofy tattoo aloofy tattoo that's mm-hmm. an exciting one that's it. That's what I want. I, I want the Kevin Capona cosplay to come up again. I'm really excited about that. Okay. Uh, I I just want to keep cranking out episodes. I love it, man. That's It'd be cool my if we could go to thing. Gen Con this year. Gen Con Gen would be Con cool. Gen Con would be fun. Um, and then PAX, obviously, will happen. So if we if we go out to the West Coast, because mm-hmm. uh, we may have to do a West Coast trip to visit Rebecca's family for a couple of days... But if we do that, maybe can I dress up as Kevin Capona while we're there and then just do like an impromptu Eberron con at <laughs> Grant's Pass? No. I mean, we could <laughs> we could be super horrible, creepy people. Text Keith, hey, Keith, I'm in Oregon. <laughs> hey, Keith, I'm outside. You want to hang out? Do you want to meet somewhere in Portland and have lunch? <laughs> Oh, goodness. Uh, Let's not talk about the new year. Let's talk about holidays. Let's talk about your favorite holiday memory. You have a favorite Christmas memory? Um, yeah. Or a favorite thing you ever got for Christmas? If you want me to cry right now. Oh, my God. Why do you have to do this? Why do you have to? I'm, I am being pragmatic. Okay. Is it a happy cry or is it sad cry? I don't know. But it's going to be a cry. <laughs> 
crying will it be involved? Do you have a favorite holiday movie? Or favorite holiday content? Year Without Santa Claus is my favorite. That's of the a cl- good one. My favorite of the claymation. Like it, it has the best songs. I think that makes it yeah. solidly one of the best ones. Um, the story's kind of yeah, but yeah. the heat miser and snow miser. Yeah, cold miser. I'm Mister. We're gonna we're gonna blow it up right nope, now. No, I don't care. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> moving on. My favorite. Like memory, I don't really, I don't really. Every year for for Christmas Eve, we would go up to my grandfather's house, and he lived on the top of this mountain in Oregon. And what I mean by that is, so Oregon mountains are different. Like the Cascade Mountain Range is different from basically any other mountain range. Um, you know, over here on the East Coast, you have the Appalachias. Um, which uh, are tall, sure, um, are beautiful, yes, but it's just it's foothills leading into it. Whereas, like the Cascades, it's you know on the coast side, it's just bam, there's the there's the the mountains. But on on the other side, it's plains, 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 mountain. So you know you can when you're on the top of a mountain, you can tell you look down at everything. And, um, he lived on the top of this mountain. We called him grandpa on the mountain. Cause that's what he was. He was the grandpa on the mountain. And he had this huge modge podge, like just higgly bigly house with a big old barn and a PT cruiser outside. He loved that shitty PT cruiser. My grandfather had a PT cruiser too. Yeah. It's an old man car. It's an old man car. It's an old man car. That's why I liked it so much. It was a good old man car. <laughs> um... My grandpa would do these weird, um, like, like milk jug art. And I don't mean like, like, like plastic milk jugs, but like the giant, like, like industrial milk. Crates? Like the crates? Not a crate. It's like made of metal. What the fuck? You've never seen those before? No. Yeah. So it's what, like, they put milk in and it, 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 it's big. It's, they're really big. And like the old style, like like the really old ones. Oh, okay, I know exactly yeah, what you're talking about. Yeah, they're yeah, made of yeah. metal. They got the handles yeah, yeah. and the little the little lid, and it's got like a little yeah. yeah. Um, he would do like plasma cutting on those, and then um, in his house, it was he had just um, you know like cow- he was obsessed with cowboys, and so just cowboy paraphernalia everywhere. Uh, he twirled his his mustache, and whenever. He had to shave his mustache. He would he would put on a fake mustache so that he would always have, he would always have a little twirly mustache, um, which was just great. Because um, whenever he would have a heart attack, they'd shave off his mustache. I don't know why. I don't know if that's like a thing you have to do. But, you know, yeah, that was the thing. Um, and... Um, he he would cut these these milk things and then just shove a bunch of Christmas lights in them. That's pretty neat. And it was always really that's very innovative. Really nice yeah. and cool and and fun. Maybe and we will get one and then we don't have a laser cutter. We'll have plasma to plasma like, cutter. Uh, we, yeah. I don't have one of those either. Yeah, plasma cutting's fun. It's also really terrifying. I will take your word for it. Yeah, uh, but those were always my favorite mem- memories. We get a Papa Murphy's pizza. Or, or five. Um, the extended family would uh, come around 
not like his extended family, but his wife's extended family. And uh, we'd have pizza and shitty hors d'oeuvres. And there would always be like sports on the TV. But no one would be watching the sports unless they were drunk. (laughs) And then they'd be watching the sports and actually getting really into it. And of course, the kids would be playing on the old like shitty SNES that he had. Oh, yeah. Um, But I wasn't allowed to touch it. Um, Or we'd be watching VHSs. I remember... The one gift that I, the one gift I remember the most from, from that whole, whole ordeal is I was in elementary school and grandpa got us a DVD player. Oh man. Hella the best fucking DVD player. That same year we got, um, we got, um. Kiki's Delivery Service. Oh, you got Spirited Away and Castle in the Sky. It was a three pack DVDs for our DVD player. <laughs> so we we had the DVD VCR combo. We were that cool. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it's just super cool. Did you have like the TV VCR combo? Did you ever have one of those? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. We had one that was orange. It was like a Nickelodeon one. Oh, that's it was weird. Super cool. Oh. Yeah, the yeah, yeah, absolutely. We had we had a bunch of those. Yeah. I think we did we have one that had a DVD player built in probably. Probably. Yeah, because you know that's that's what you get. That's what you did in the in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, you just you just combined things. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. They don't do that no more. No, I mean, they kind I, of I do mean, with like smart TVs. Yeah, that's because the technology is going a different way where you don't have a lot of the you know physical aspects of things. Yeah, like you don't need a VCR DVD combo. You don't even need a DVD player anymore. Fuck, you can do it all online. True. Everything is streaming now. What about you? What about me? Yeah. What about me what? Christmas. My favorite Christmas memory? Um, Man, there's there's so many good Christmases. But one thing that uh, permeated a lot of the Christmases from when I was a kid that I absolutely adore and I look back on fondly is growing up, we would go to my grandparents' house every year for Christmas. Uh, they had all of the family come there. It was just what we did. And across the street, we had Aunt B and Uncle Gary, who weren't related to us, but they were good family friends. They'd just always been around. And during Christmas dinner, Christmas Eve, uh, we'd all be eating dinner. And then we would we would notice sleigh bells, and you'd hear the bells jingling outside. And then Santa would show up on Christmas Eve just to check in and make sure everyone's behaving themselves because, you know, tomorrow's the big day and he's got a lot to do, but he would stop in. And so Uncle Gary would show up dressed as Santa and he'd have a huge sack on his bag. Or, yeah, a huge sack on his bag. Huge, <laughs> huge bag on his <laughs> yeah. on his back. A, a huge bag on his back. And so he'd have a bunch of gifts in there for us and then for another family that he would do this for as well. And so he would give out just small things like... Uh, you'd get like one of the big peppermint sticks and then like a small toy to tide you over for the night. And I remember how awesome that was and believing in Santa for a lot longer than I should have because of that. And I distinctly remember the year I was like, wait a minute, that's fucking Uncle Gary. (laughs) And I didn't say anything. 
And I just let it go because I had younger siblings. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. That's rude. This guy's been coming for years. I did all the math in my head at that moment. Like everything that we'd been through up until that point in time that this had been going on and I'd been lied to. But I had to keep it going for them to have that. And man, I I absolutely loved that. It was one of my favorite memories. So my mother was really bad at Christmas because presents from Santa would appear underneath our tree like... Two to three weeks in advance. Oh, no. Oh, no. Because mom couldn't help herself. And she just never decided to, like, hide presents. She'd wrap them immediately when when she got them home. And then she'd just toss them under the tree. And she'd decide which ones were from Santa and which ones were from her. And she'd just throw them all under the tree. So it wasn't, like, a magical. There was no magic um, when it came oh, to that, Christmas. So ours was because we would have the tree set up. So we had those obscene Christmases. You you always see those ones where people are like, holy shit, they went too far into Christmas. That's how my grandparents would do. Uh, and because they had so many people there with my aunts, my uncles, my nephews, or not my nephews, my cousins and things like that. It was just a lot of people and a lot of gifts. And they would have like three or four presents ahead of time. And then that night it would explode and take over their whole living room. And just be a wave of gifts moving from there. And then they would always do like extra Christmas, which is like everyone's opened their gifts because we all had to open them up simultaneously. And everyone would get, you know, presents. And then they would be like, okay, we're done all the presents. And then someone would be like, but wait, there's something in the garage for so-and-so. And then someone would have a special gift that year. And that was ridiculous. And extra Christmas. I loved extra Christmas. It was my favorite part. Because they'd be like, oh, everyone's getting new bikes this year. Or the, the the girls are getting jewelry boxes. And this year it'll be something for the boys. And it was like, oh, super cool. I mean, I, I wanted a jewelry box. I'm not going to lie. They were pretty cool. They were pretty cool jewelry boxes. So what kind of, um, like, so you would do some Christmas Eve gifts then? We would do, it was always something small. They had a thing where they would always say you got one gift on Christmas Eve. But it was a crock of shit because none of the presents would be put out ahead of time. So you'd get like a small, like little, like, you know, some, something very, very innocuous to get you through the night. But you got to open up gifts. So you're like, yeah, hell yeah. So we would always get three gifts on Christmas you see, Eve. see, no, we couldn't do, couldn't risk that. That's, you're cutting into the Christmas well, Day well, stuff. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. The three gifts were always grandpa's gift card. Okay. A pair of socks. Okay. And Christmas Jimmy Jams. Christmas Jimmy Jams. And we had to wear our Christmas Jimmy Jams on Christmas. Like, like, like that, that night. That's how, so we would get like, I'm not saying specifically like a pair of socks, but like, we would get things like that as well. Like pajamas or occasionally you'd get like gloves and a hat. But you, again, you're opening up presents. So you feel like you're doing it early and you're like, ha I got the cool one. And they would always tell you you couldn't open up the fun presents you could blatantly see underneath the tree. You had to open up something else. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, I mean, yeah, that makes sense. You want to you want to save the good presents for actual Christmas. Yeah, ab- absolutely. It's something I've learned is that yeah. we don't we don't open presents here early. No. No. Nothing. You get nothing early. It makes me sad. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Speaking of sadness. Well, we, we don't even, what are we doing on Christmas Eve? We're literally recording right now. You want to go open up some gifts? Speaking. Uh, let's do it right now. Sadness. Okay. Uh, 
I, I'm pretty sure a Luffy has a has a story for us. A sad story? Um, it, it has a happy ending. It can't have a happy ending. Because Silas is involved. There's no way it has a happy ending. <laughs> Silas is involved. It's um, going to be sad for somebody, I sad, promise. Sad for someone. Uh, so, um, everybody please enjoy A Long Shadow Carol by Luffy Haskell the Civis. Okay, Silas, I've got a long shadow story. Is this really what we're going to do with our time? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Okay, so um, for all of our listeners, this is a totally true and actual story that happened to Silas uh, last year. Can we not talk about last year in long shadows? Mm-hmm. It, it does. We, we don't need to do that. Okay, so uh, once upon a time last year... If it's a true story, why do you have to set it at once upon a time? Last year, Silas, who's a big old humpily grumpily grump grump, he was being really mean and humpily grumpily and grump 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 to all of our interns. And it was Long Shadow's Eve, okay? And so that's like the day before the first day of Long Shadows. And he's being a big old grumpy pants and they're just like, please, Silas. We would like to go home early, please, to be with our families. And can we get a raise so that we're actually getting paid this year? And Silas is like, no, that would cost too much. You're only worth so much. If you really want a day off, then leave. If they're not getting paid, why would I let them leave? It's not costing me anything to keep them. So they all went home to their families, even Trad, who has his sweet little Tommy Tim, who's his child, who's who's missing, who's missing a leg. Little, little sweet little Tommy Tim on Trad's shoulder walking home. And so that night, Silas goes into his bed and he's about to cuddle in and he hears jingly, 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 jing. And he's like, who's there? I'm Silas. And um, it's the ghost of Silas's old partner named... Phineas Fickleberry DeCivis. I didn't think you'd sold that, and then the DeCivis. Yep. Good old Phineas Fickleberry, of course. I, I remember him well. And Phineas goes, Silas, his last name, DeCivis. Because I know you don't want me to say your last name on the I prefer not, exactly. Um, You're welcome. Silas DeCivis, this evening you'll be reached out to by three spirits because I don't want you to be a mean old ghost like me. And the way you're going, your heart's as cold as ice and a big gold pile of coal, but not the hot stuff like the really cold kind. I, I wouldn't use coal. That that seems like a weird one to do. Because coal is useful. 
And like you said, it comes in both hot and cold variety. I would have chosen... Continue, continue. Let, let's hear how this goes for me and my good friend, Mr. Fickleberry. Lord Fickleberry. So, Silas looks at Phineas and he says, Is this a crock of shit or what? Oh man, you nailed that. That's hey, exactly what I would say. You go back to bed. I would do that, yes. That's exactly what I would handle in that situation. And I would assume it's just drunken hallucinations, yeah. The big clock in your bedroom strikes the 13th hour. Ding! 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 And then Silas's eyes open, and he sees there on its dresser a lit candle. But I don't keep candles in my room. I exactly. only have an Everbright Lantern. That's why it's weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, see? I, I'm smart. Okay. Don't question my story. So Silas pulls apart the curtains to his big fancy bed, and he climbs out of it, and he slips on his shoes, and he's wearing his little nightgown with his little floppy nightgown hat. How do you know what I wear to bed? You actually wear that to bed? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. That's what my dad wears to bed. That makes sense. He walks over to the candle, and the candle turns into a little boy with beautiful golden hair, and he's little, small, and cherub-like, and he's like, I'm the spirit of Christmas's past. Hello, Silas. And Silas is like, I shouldn't have had that absinthe before bed. I should have had more of that absinthe before bed. Then I wouldn't have to worry about this. Come on, Silas. I'm going to take you through past where I'm going to show you exactly what happened and why you hate young shadows so very much. Well, I'll be excited to hear your take on why I hate long shadows. And I'm excited because we're two ghosts down. No, no, it's a spirit. But wasn't he a spirit? No, 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 he was a ghost and he said that you would be visited by three spirits. Spirits aren't ghosts? No, these spirits are anthropomorphized uh, concepts as opposed to um, uh, uh, souls uh, lost without a body. I don't like that. That's going to be confusing. Anyone here from Karn is not going to understand that. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll change it. Uh, okay, Spectre, no, you can't you can't do that one. Three oogly boogly's. No, that seems I don't like that either. Let's just call them. You could just give them the spirits. We've already explained it. Go ahead. I'm the oogly boogly of Christmas's past. Uh, I, I don't want to do that one. Can we? Can we yet? Yeah. No, just spirit. Do can yes. we? Can we do spirit then? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, you're right. And Silas is booped on the nose by the little golden boy, and they're transported back, back to that snowy, snowy day in, in the countryside where Silas was left alone at the orphanage. There he is on the first day of long shadows. No mother, no father, and a grandfather who is still absent in his life. And all he wants is a peaceful long shadows. 
but he will not get that this year. It will be sad and lonely. And that's why he hates long shadows. Who the hell is that kid? That's not me. I was not adopted. I didn't live in an orphanage. My parents were around for a long time. My grandfather was also around. What, what is that? Where did you get that backstory from? So little orphan Silas is sitting and he puts his hand, his head in his hand and he goes, and then real Silas, who's like a, like a, like a, like astral projecting into the scene of the little, little spirit ghost boy, finally realizes that being alone is the reason why he was so sad and hates Long shadows. And then suddenly he's back in his bed. And the clock strikes the 13th hour again. And he wakes up. And the little boy is gone. And the candle is gone. And instead there's a really big fat guy on his bed. Eating a chicken breast. And drinking some wine. Alright, so at least this part of the story makes a little bit of sense. Continue. And then uh, Silas is like, can I have some of that wine? And he's like, no, this is spirit wine. I don't think that you can actually imbibe this. And if you do, who knows what would happen? So there's spirit spirits in this? Yeah. And you don't think that's going to get confusing? No, because there's spirits and there's spirits and then there's spirits. All right. See, you're a wordsmith. You should be better at this instead of just using the same one again and again and again. I am the spirit of Long Shadow's present. <laughs> Get it? Present. Present. Anyway, uh, grab my coattails and I'll show you, you know, all of the people that hate your guts. Why, why would I agree Silas to that? Yeah, there's no... says, why would I agree to that? There's there's no reason. Why would I do that? I'm just going to stay here. And the spirit forces his hand to grabbing onto it. Onto their coattails. And they go, whoosh, off into the city of towers. And they stop by a bunch of people who are like... Oh, that Silas, he's just a big old grumpy bugger. Blah, 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 we're so glad of his fate. And then other people are like, he used to be fun once, but now he's not. He's just lonely and grumpy. And then it comes to Trad's house and little Tommy Tim. And little Tommy Tim is sitting there and he goes, ah, ah, ah. I'm so sick, Father. Do you think that Mr. Silas will give you extra pay because you're so good and kind? And Trad is like, probably not. But you have to remember Mr. Silas is very lonely, but that doesn't mean he's a bad man. And we love him, even though he's a bit grumpy. And Silas's heart grew and grew and grew, and he realized that it's okay that he's grumpy just as long as he's with people and shows them that he at least kind of sort of cares. And he learns that lesson. And as he does, he wakes up in his bed and there's no more fat guy. Instead, there's a big, scary, tall, 
skeleton in a big old robe with a big old scythe at the bottom of his bed. So the normal 14th hour bell awakening. You need to see a therapist? I would, but unfortunately, House Civis doesn't cover House Jurassic Therapy. So Silas goes, all right, back to sleep then. And the ghost goes, um, no, we've got some stuff we still have to do. So, like, come on, come with me. I'm like the spirit of future or whatever. I'm sure you get it, okay? So let's go. And then um, he hears people talking about how how they don't really care that he's dead. And then he sees the little Tommy Tim has died because he wasn't kind enough to trad. And then he falls into his own grave hole. Ah! And then he wakes up in bed. Covered in sweat. I spent a year in an Andarian prison camp. I don't think that... Falling in a hole, even my own grave hole is going to make me wake up in a sweat. And why is everyone so obsessed with me being frugal? Have you ever seen me be cheap in my life? I don't pay for anything. And Silas gets out of bed and he opens the window and he says, You little boy there, what day is it? Why, it's Long Shadow, sir. Thank you, young boy. And he closes the windows and he yells, Merry Long Shadows! And then he leaves his home and he goes to Trad's house and he says, Trad, take this bottle of brandy. It's my most expensive. And Trad takes it and says, Thank you, Mr. Silas. And then you say, you say, Little Tommy Tim, take this bottle of gin. It's my finest. And little Tommy says, Oi, well, thank you, Mr. Silas, sir, and host bless us, everyone. And then... Why wouldn't I give them money? The the story ends because Silas has learned that Long Shadows is about spending time with the people you love. That's literally not what Long Shadows is about. It is It is about avoiding the shadow. By spending time with the people you love. That's just neither here. I I don't even know what to do with this. This is this is a very unusual situation. But it's a true story. It's not a true story. It is. I don't believe hey, that Trad listen. has a son. Listen, I Lily, have never been I'm, an orphan, and I I don't understand. This I'm, is just all I'm ridiculous. Really sorry about your time in the orphanage. I've never been to an orphan. What are you talking about? Hey, listen. It's okay. Your grandpa loved you once he got you. You had a good life. And you learned the meaning of long shadows. I would like to tell everyone a little story about a Luffy learning the meaning of Wild Knight. Is everyone ready to hear that story? Host bless us, everyone. So, Russell, you overheard that as it was going. Uh, oh, thoughts? Oh, I really heard the ding. Oh, okay. Okay. Ding. Okay. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, 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 as a Luffy reciting a Christmas carol, but it's Silas. 
It's a nightmare. It's terrible. It's it's a dumb idea. But we're doing it. Ding. Ding. Yeah. Do you want to say Merry Christmas to everyone? All you have to do is say Merry... It's not that hard, my guy. Oh, God. Panic. Uh, Merry Christmas. He did it wrong. God damn it. Fuck. I don't know. What would you say? Merry Christmas? Yeah, see, fucking saying it wrong. You gotta put the inflection in there different. Merry Christmas is how it's, yeah. No, Merry Christmas. Okay, yeah, there's the one. Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Jesus. And Joseph. High five. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think the story of a Luffy and Wild Knight is like. I don't think we could tell it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we could tell it. Yeah, that's not family friendly. Uh, you can get that on uh, House Civis OnlyFans. Ooh. Bounchikabow. Bounchikabow. A Luffy holds hands with two gentlemen. Ooh. <laughs> She's a hold hand and fiend. A hold hand and fiend. It is very late hey. here. I'm. I don't know if you know that or not. Uh, people listening and who have gotten, you know, an hour in and have Oh my left god, yet. why are you still here? It is Christmas. Go the fuck home. Unless they're listening after Christmas. Good in call. Case, yeah, good call. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Don't celebrate Christmas with us. Hey guys, you know what would be a great Christmas gift? If you uh, shared all of our stuff on your social media pages. Or, oh god, uh, look at you shilling. Yeah, I am. Or told people about us, or purchased some of our merch, which makes a great Christmas gift for the person in your life who doesn't listen to us but should. Uh, you can also follow us on Patreon, and uh, of course we do have our Discord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of our Discord, and speaking of people who we absolutely love, I think we should round this out uh, with a little something that we did this year that I think is super cool. We reached out to our friends who have made this possible. Now, I did reach out the day before Christmas Eve, so the 23rd, <laughs> and we didn't get everyone back uh, just because time is uh, not... A thing uh, Yeah, I, I don't know why I thought that would be good, but uh, we did have a lot of people respond, and we wanted to give people who have been on the Echoers and who made this possible a chance to say thank you, because you listening means the world to us, but a lot of what we do wouldn't be possible without these people. They make it so that way these episodes are more entertaining and that we expand upon our world. So I I just want to let them say thank you. The first one is Tamara. She didn't introduce herself, but everyone else did. Hello. I want to say thank you to so many people. First off, thank you to my mom. Hello, mom. Thank you for all your support. You are the best. And thank you to the amazing Toast family. I love you all so much. You are the best bread in the basket. I hope you uh, listen to this soon. And Merry Christmas to this amazing community. Thank you that I get to be a part of this. I love you all so much. And have a wonderful holiday. Salutations, this is Steven, a.k.a. Genbo Santor de Civis. I just wanted to say that 2021 has been a little rough all over. And so to each and every one of you in the corners of Corvair, thank you for listening along, thank you for following along, and most of all, thank you for playing along. Have a happiest of holidays, and I love each and every one of you. How do I stop this? Oh, a little button. 
A season's greetings. Hello, I'm Harvey Clark, voice of Tylian Dorian DeCivis. I hope you're all having a happy holidays and that the season is treating you well. And I hope that 2022 treats you better. May you stay safe, sound, and pleasantly inebriated if the feeling takes you. Being a part of the Echoers community has been a blast so far. And you should keep your ears open for the Echoes of Hope that the new year brings us. Goodbye, and again, happy holidays. Hello! This is Sai, wishing all of you a warm and merry Christmas from me and all of my friends. Uh, Hyacinth Dividalis, your favourite jockey, rider of the Pegasus, his honour, the majestic glamour. House Fidelis sends their warmest regards, and please remember to hug your fur, scale, and feather babies this season. Remember, if it's a furry friend you need, Vidalis has a friend for you, indeed. Hi! It's a troll! Oh no. Is this thing on? Ah! <laughs> oh, okay. The troll is good now. We all hope you have a happy holiday season from me and me and me. Merry Christmas. Hi, I'm Lucas Zellers, host of the Making a Monster podcast and creator of Book of Extinction. I love how Eberron handles its monsters and monstrous humanoids, and I love how House Civis Echoer Station has brought us all together to be a part of this collaborative storytelling adventure. So from my part of the digital world to yours... Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Hey everyone, this is Jared. I am the voice of the definitely not a vampire noble Amaranth, as well as a few other voices periodically throughout the show. And I just wanted to wish everyone on the Echoers a happy holidays and looking forward to seeing you next year. Hi, this is Matthew, voice of The Traveler on A Chronicle of Echoes, wishing you and yours a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful New Year. This is Anthony Turco, the voice of Striker. Happy holidays to everyone on the Eberron Discord and to all you listeners out there. Hey everybody, Ellie from Savage Tales of Eberron here, wishing all you fans of the House Civis Echoers a very Merry Christmas. It's been a year, and Rebecca and Steve, and yes, even Kevin Capona, have done their part to help shine some light into the darkness with their wonderful stories, performances, and just gosh darn good cheer. I was honored to be invited onto the Echoers twice this year when they first let me talk their ear off about Savage Worlds, and then asked me to bring my character Jack to life on the show. And then in mid-December, I had the even greater privilege of hanging out in person with Rebecca and Steve, and yes, even Kevin Capona, at PAX Unplugged. It was a wonderful time. Rebecca and Steve give the best hugs. Kevin is, um... Well, he's Kevin. What more is there to say? <laughs> Thank you, House Civis Echoers, for all you do, both for the Eberron community and for myself personally. And to all you listeners out there, keep looking out for those Echoes of Hope. See you in the new year. Hello, everybody. It's Caitlin Belcher. I play Florentia Martel. 
um, in your favorite Echo series. Hope you all are having a great day and uh, hope you're enjoying the podcast, even though, you know, the most fabulous person isn't there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, these people, uh, I've known them for quite a while. They've been good friends of mine. They deserve everything that all the success and uh, uh, hope that, you know, th- it only grows from here. So uh, yeah, Merry Christmas to all and to all good night, I guess. Hi, my name is Ben. I'm the voice of Uraraj, and I'd like to wish all the Echoers a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. That was really nice. It was. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. Rebecca hasn't heard them yet. She's lying right now. I am. I am. I literally paused the recording uh, after Steve introduced them and then started it back up again. I because she, anything. she, she's gonna cry, and there's no way. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once the tears start flowing this evening, they're not stopping this evening. Let me, let me tell you that uh, Christmas is a toughie for me. But I think that we should, uh, we have one other thing to end it out. And before that, I want to say thank you all for listening and enjoying whatever the hell this was. Mm -hmm. This might be our most ridiculous rant-filled nightmare (laughs) that we've ever done. No, no, last Christmas was. Was last Christmas a rant we didn't. We ended up not posting anything because I was. What the fuck is up with us recording on Christmas? Why do we do this? (laughs) We We need to plan ahead. (laughs) Can we hire like an adult to take care of things for us? Someone who's like like a scheduler to be like, you guys need to do this. No, I wouldn't. I would listen listen to that person. I would. I would. If I was paying them, I would. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. If I'm spending the money on it, yeah. Here's the difference: we're not making nearly enough money to do that. I barely make enough money to tell myself what to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Don't laugh, it's true. It's definitely true. Thank you all uh, for joining us. Uh, it's Christmas for us, and I hopefully it is a good Christmas for you and that you had a wonderful time. Thank you for listening to us rant and rave, and... Listen out for those echoes of hope. Ah, oh, come on. You say, say it like you're excited about it. Don't li- listen out for those echoes of hope. I listen out for those echoes of hope. Is that nonsense? Yeah, I'm tired. It's Christmas. It's not Christmas yet. Uh, it is officially Christmas. And technically, it's according to the clock and the time, Christmas. but we haven't slept, so it's not tomorrow. It can't okay. be tomorrow till you're we right, slept. You right, know that. Right, right. Dems that the is, rules. Dems the rules. Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays if you don't celebrate Christmas. Sam Hain, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah's earlier this month. Is but... Sam Hain Halloween? Fuck. <laughs> Yule! That's the one. <laughs> Listen, I'm so fucking tired. <laughs> Yule. With that log. Dat log dough. All right, let's let's let <laughs> I'm going to go. The okay. wonderful Sayori take us out. Cavern, Cavern Capona, best to work guide west of Sarlona. Oh, the singer is on. Who left it? I wonder. Wait. This is opportunity. Where is it? Where is it? Here it is. Cavern, if you hear this, well, I know how much you miss Biscuit, and how much that loss hurt you, so I 
Chucho wrote a song, and I hope it makes you feel better, since you'll be without him this long shadows. <coughs> I don't want a lot for shadows. There's just one thing I need. I don't care about the presnets underneath the hollow leaves. I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for shadows is you. I don't want a lot for shadows. There is just one thing I need. Bap. Bap. Don't care about the presents underneath the hollow leaves. I don't need to hang my horseshoe there upon the stable door. Baldry Priest will make me happy with a toy on Shadow's Eve. I just want you for my own, more than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. All I want for Shadow's is you. You biscuit. Oh, I won't ask for much this shadows. I won't even wish for home. I'm just gonna keep on waiting underneath the haystack snow. I won't make a list and send it to House V or Valinar. I won't even stay awake to hear those mage red horseshoes click. Cause I just want you here tonight. Eyes and barding, shining bright. What more can I do? Oh, biscuit, all I want for shadows is you. You, biscuit. Oh, all the lights are dimming so slightly everywhere. And the sound of terror fills the midnight air. And everyone is screaming. I hear those nightmares shrieking. My fire, won't you bring me the one I really need? Oh, would you please bring Biscuit back to me? Oh, I don't want a lot for shadows. This is all I'm asking for. I just want to see my Biscuit standing outside the stable door. Oh, I just want you for my own. More than you could ever know. Make my wish come true. Oh, biscuit, all I want for shadows is you. You, biscuit, all I want for shadows is you, biscuit. <laughs>